Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossab, managing editor, FightfulWrestling.com. Head on over there. Lots of stuff. We had a breaking news podcast today talking about the All Elite Wrestling Rally. We will have more on that at the end of this show. Myself and Alex will talk a little bit about the signings. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of the happenings that, that went down there. But we got SmackDown Live to talk about tonight. If you don't usually check out Fightful.com, we do post shows on virtually everything. Uh, SmackDown every single Tuesday. We got uh, All Elite Wrestling whenever it gets on TV. We'll be doing that too. And when it moves to Friday, by God, we'll be there too. But on Wednesday, we have the Listen Your Boy, myself and the founder of Fightful.com, Jimmy Van, every week for an hour, bring you crazy news, wrestling news, interview clips, lots of neat stuff like that. But we also had the Fightful MMA podcast today. If you haven't already, do your boys at Fightful a big solid. Go to youtube.com slash Fightful MMA Boxing. Subscribe to that channel and you will see our MMA podcast. But Alex, a big day for wrestling today. Yeah, huge. Uh, I caught your uh, your news address earlier. and uh, The yeah, most you're right. notable news address that aired anywhere today. Absolutely, by far. The, the, the other one, I would say, doesn't qualify as news. But anyway... Uh, this, uh, the, yours, um, I, I agree, uh, the biggest part of the signing and, and to me, most unexpected and, and it moves the needles quite a bit is the former Neville Pac signing that will get a lot of people interested in coming over and, and working with this, this company. I feel like, uh, Pac is one of those guys that everybody wants to get in the ring with because he's just so spectacular you could make a name off of losing to that guy like and that's a that's a huge deal you're gonna have people who are who are in indies who are going to want to wrestle him and i mean listen i don't know exactly what happened between wwe and him but what a great little i mean if this is what he did what a great little dig at wwe saying hey i'm gonna go work with these guys because you yeah. wasted me and yeah. i'm gonna show you what i can do well, we're going to talk more about this at length after our SmackDown review. I am very excited about that. A reminder, if you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, our premium service, doing a Q&A show this week, 
You can ask as many as you want. Get on over there. Lots of stuff. There's something for everybody on that service. But let's go ahead and talk about SmackDown Live. There, there's plenty to, to get into after Raw. I had mentioned this, Alex, on Twitter. You can say what you want about WWE and the quality of the programming. Over the last two nights, at the very least, they have added stakes. There's an Intercontinental title match, a couple of tag title matches. They've announced several upcoming title matches. You've had a couple of top contender matches. That I appreciate. Uh, but to me, that's not quite enough to ma- to uh, sing the praises of a new era. Yeah, no, it's 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 hardly a new era. I mean, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit about this, but you've got a McMahon now in the tag title picture, which I'm sure everybody was writing in letters saying, why isn't Shane McMahon a, t- a tag title holder? That was they had they had a lot of response to that, and to their credit, they listened to that one fan who wrote that letter probably you know once a week for a couple of years. Uh, so it it does feel like it's the same old thing, but under the guise of it. And yes, I'm never going to complain about getting matches with stakes involved in them and good matches as well. But I don't know if it's like, oh my god, brand new era, things you've sure. never seen before. No, it's just it's just good stuff that we've seen before. Well, one of the things that I like is the different settings that we're seeing. I mentioned it about the Falls Count Anywhere match last night. Mm-hmm. This show started with Daniel Bryan up by the concession stands. And man, I love it when I'm proved wrong by guys like Daniel Bryan who can also deliver in the ring. Because you would have said, oh, Daniel Bryan's going to run a you people gimmick. I would have said, oh, man, really? Why does he got to do that? Especially on the heels of Dean Ambrose doing a terrible one. Yeah. Man, Daniel Bryan's is so good. He is up there by the concession stands talking about how disgusting the concessions are, saying that all these people are making concessions <laughs> by even being there. Talks about how bad the soda is because it's got so much high fructose corn syrup. He talks about how bad the hot dog is for you. He slaps it a hot dog out of some guy's hand. Yep. Uh, he, it should have been Triple H. Then he would get like a, another title match or something. It's, it's true. Triple H has got to be there, right? I mean, the entire McMahon family is running both shows. Daniel Bryan is on fire right now. There was a soda in the face of a fan. Alex, this is good. Let, let's talk about when he's up there at the concourse by the concessions. I thought this was on fire. This is very good. Uh, this is this is this is um this is his normal in ring promo with the use of props. And 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 extras like I like that he's able to like because you know he's down there in the in the ring every week talking about how you know beef production in this country is ruining you know the the climate but instead now he's got no the beef that's in this hot dog is ruined like it's right there it's it's allow it allows for you know a, a visual approximation of it I, I like that visual aids are always good in a promo. Alex, Daniel Bryan goes to the crowd and he talks about impotence yes. and wants people to change it. And, you know, all this talk of impotence and beef and buns and sticky substances has me. It's working me up, Alex. Is it? It's getting me. It's get. I, I gotta do it. <laughs> okay. Bluetooth.com, if you are impotent and you want to change it, maybe you want to get your beef in between some buns. <laughs> maybe that's what you want to do. You can go to Bluetooth.com and use that code Fightful. Get your first shipment free. 
BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but how about this? They're better, faster, cheaper. Why are they better? Well, because you can take them anytime, day or night. Why are they faster? It's a chewable. It gets in your system a lot quicker. Why is it cheaper? Well, because it ships straight to your door in a discreet package, mind you. You don't have to sit in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to go in person to see a doctor. It's all online. It's got FDA-approved active ingredients. My God. No no more awkwardness. No more somebody in your face saying, impotent, change it. You can just change it yourself, whether you're impotent or not. Honestly, you don't have to be impotent to use this. You can use that code FIGHTFUL, though. Say five or pay five dollars shipping. That's it. Your first shipment free. Bluechew.com code fightful. Let them know you heard about us at get bluechew on Twitter. Beef and buns. What do you what do you like on your your hot dogs? Uh I just like uh I'm a very simple uh plain yellow mustard. That's it. Listen, I'm I'm what is a mustard? What is it from a seed? It is. It's from a seed. Okay. I don't know what I didn't. Eh, I didn't know. I got to be honest. I had only. Uh, we'll talk more about cons later. But I had only eaten like cons hot dogs, and then uh, last year I tried a gourmet hot dog, mm-hmm. like one that was actually meant to be a hot dog <laughs> that has actual meat in it. It's from, its from, purpose was to be a hot dog from from, was, from animals you've that are supposed to be eaten and yes. parts of that animal that you recognize. Yes, yes, those are it the was, good hot dogs. It was fantastic. Shout out to Omaha Steaks, sponsor us. But um, yeah, that was it was it was good stuff. I was surprised. So Brian comes through the crowd and gets attacked by our truth, and I mean our truth is really aggressive here. Yeah, he was well, on fire, like he was facing. Like he was like he was facing the world champion. Yes, that's true. Also, like said world champion came out and beat him down two weeks ago when he was wearing a Santa suit, which was entirely uncalled for, and our truth was right to want retribution. Well, we get a match. Truth is on fire. We come back from a commercial to see his big hip toss and a flying kick. But things don't go his way very long. He eats a turnbuckle, then a knee to the face. Our truth and Carmella are just the act that have have worked real well for WWE. Yeah. Just a couple of people who I didn't think our truth was ever going to have any significant role. Carmella, I thought her best days, admittedly, were behind her after her run. I thought, okay, she had her run; she'll be here and there. She's in the main event tonight. Our truth on the other end of the show is working the world champion weeks after they win mixed match challenge. Oh, by the way, they are also a comedy act when you need them to be. Um, little scoopski here. I don't know how accurate it is, but Jack Swagger tells Fightful that our truth may be performing at Bellator in a couple weeks. Wow. How about that one? Little scoopski for Ewans. I had that one on Fightful Select, but in our truth at, at his age in his mid to late forties, I love seeing this Alex. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a really great story that this guy like caught on being the guy who, uh, <laughs> you know, m- my bad, that's on truth. Sorry. The guy who, who brings a ladder match to the Royal Rumble um, is, is he, he's, he's really great at doing what he's been doing. And, like, 
go back on the network and find some stuff that he did. I don't know. It's like at the beginning of this decade, pretty much where, where he was a serious contender for stuff, (laughs) like an actual serious person having serious matches. It's hard to think of now, but like he was a real guy for a while. And when he first broke in, when he was K quick in the WWE, I was like, this kid is going to do some stuff. And then he went away because he went over to TNA. But like at the time when he was really early, when he was teaming with Road Dog for a while, I was like, this guy's so athletic. I he's gonna he's gonna the sky's the limit for him. Now he never lived up to my to my expectations at that time. But I also would not have told you almost twenty years from then that he'd still be in in WWE having matches on SmackDown with with the WWE champion. I would not have said that either. It's really impressive, and I like it, and it's something that we, we can talk about. We have the luxury of doing sidebars like this because, I mean, the show's two hours long, yeah. and we don't have – but he's going to be 47 in yeah. like a week and a half. Yeah. This wasn't happening very much in the Attitude Era or prior. Uh, it happened in the 80s some because nobody was bumping back then. And when I say nobody, I don't mean that literally. Don't get your panties in a wad, old schoolers. <laughs> um. But I think Warren brought up a really good point on the retro reviews. Once Vince McMahon started bumping, the ring changed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a lot that's of people true. look at it and they say, oh, well, when Mick Foley went through the cage, uh, probably a little bit more to do with when Vince McMahon started to bump. Yeah. But I think that that's helped a lot of people. On the other side, you heard Mick Foley saying that it may have shortened his career a little bit because he had to adjust from running in a ring that was really hard to one that's soft. And anybody yeah. who is ran on grass as opposed to AstroTurf or anything like that can, sure. can kind of explain you that difference. But I, I think it's cool, man. I, R-Truth doesn't have to be in a big storyline, but what he does has not been offensive to me. Like nothing – I no. you know, I hate that he has this stereotypical character, and I, I do like that on occasion it's revealed that he's smarter than everybody else. Yes. And that's what I like. That That makes it fair to me that he is an opportunist – yeah, I, I I will say you said that he never been offensive to you. Golden Truth was offensive to me. Well, that, okay, that, that offended me. I'm I'm happy they got rid of it, and I'm somehow I'm happy that they were like, okay, we're gonna have this. Goldust is gonna turn on our truth, and then nothing. And a year and a half later, our truth is two years later. I think is going to be number thirty in the Royal Rumble, and I never would have predicted that either. As uh, Daniel Bryan leaves, he gets attacked on the ramp by AJ Styles. AJ Styles, the pitbull. Show me what you got. <laughs> Grab that brass ring. Yeah. What we got. So now he's he's a rabid dog. Daniel Bryan's leaving backstage and he goes off. So many of the wrestling tropes, when Daniel Bryan does them, he does them right. Like screaming yeah. into the camera and all oh. that. It's good when he does it. He, Man, he does it well. It's it's um, it feels justified. Too many guys when when they do a, a screamy promo, uh, they don't build. It just it just starts, and also it feels like, hey, dude, take it take it down a notch. You know, it doesn't doesn't feel like they're 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 outraged at anything justifiably. Uh, but but his and this thing, like he was very hot under the collar for AJ Styles coming to attack him. Uh, and I I, I, uh, I really liked it. I thought it was effective. It showed that he's also uh, a little nuts. 
And I think that, that you want that in your heel champion that he, you don't know what he's capable of if he, if, if he goes off. Up next, as reported on FightfulSelect.com, we had Andre Cien Almas and Samoa Joe defeating Rey Mysterio and Mustafa Ali. There is some stuff to talk about here for a yeah. pointless tag team match. Yep. Well, first off, it's good. It's very also, good. to Fightful Select. Joe and Ali trade strikes early. Ali gets the better of it with a couple of drop kicks. Ray gets caught with this naughty spinning back elbow. And I've always, you know, I'm a big fan of the spinning back elbow. Have been since John Jones dropped Stephen Bonner with it. It's a great move. But the way that Andrade Cien Almas alters the way that he does it, like he'll either almost land that teep kick or he'll miss. This one was a good one. Ray is able to respond with a reverse infrared. Ali capitalized with a rolling face buster and a tornado DDT. Before the commercial break, before we get into the move, we see a move that should have been the move. Right. And that's Samoa Joe hitting this crazy fallaway slam onto the table, Alex. Yeah. It, yeah. They, these guys have a lot more leeway these days. They they really do. Uh, and we'll talk about how much they have in a little bit in this match. But uh, at this point, when they, when they when I saw this match was happening, I was like, man, this is how you should be using Ray and Joe right now. These are two veterans who've, you know, Joe, not not here, but certainly in his career, these are two guys who've had their time in the sun. And they're older, uh, and you have these other two guys who really, if WWE wanted to, could absolutely be faces of this company in five and six years from now. And what you got to do is get those guys over and get the, the, the crowd to love them or hate them, depending on what they are. And there's no two better guys on that roster in SmackDown than Joe and Ray to do that. I feel like you should keep these four guys together in different combinations and use Ray and, and Joe uh, to, to, to get over uh, Mustafa and, and Andrade. And that doesn't mean losing to them a whole bunch. You can, you can figure out a way to do both. But th- these, this foursome is just it, – it could be something really great for Mustafa and Andrade. Then we get the move, Alex. The move. Ray and Andrade C and Almas come back coming back from a break. Go into a wrist lock spot where honestly Ray's shoulders were pinned, but I was able to forgive that when I saw a launching Canadian destroyer. Yeah. Now we're not talking the Trevor Murdoch <laughs> half-ass version that he did to Matt Hardy back in the day. No, no. Where <laughs> it was a sunset flip bomb. This yeah. is and somebody tried to say, oh, well, that's on almost. Ray was doing a sunset flip bomb. No, he wasn't. This no. was intended this and was delivered and sold as a Canadian delivered. destroyer and yeah. not a normal one. One where Ray was launched up in the air, caught, and flipped back. What? Yeah, this 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 is not something you normally see in a WWE ring. This is something you see in PWG, but this is not this is not that. Um I uh I it took me by surprise seeing it. I loved it. It was smooth as buttered silk. It was so wonderful. Uh, the execution of it. Um, yeah, I, I. This is one of those things. Like I, I tweeted out. Like I want. I want more Mustafa and Samoa Joe matches uh, because I just love the idea of Mustafa being tossed around by guys much bigger than him and what what that means for how he, how it affects his selling. Um, and it, 
I also need a very extended Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Amos, uh, uh, classic luchador protecting the 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 lore of what that means with the mask and everything versus former luchador now too pretty to wear the mask but still can do all the things in the ring like that storyline is so ripe to be told between Ray and Almas you could do that literally for half a year off and on of, of that that rivalry that it could be so good there's so much a, a potential here for the new era to have really great new stuff this match is the, could be the beginning of that. It also could be a one-shot thing they forget about in a week. I jokingly said, cancel AEW because WWE is doing pile drivers right now. That was outstanding. I don't, outstanding. Ex- I don't expect pile drivers or variations of them to become the norm by any stretch of the imagination. But, hey, if they're giving these guys more leeway and maybe there are some concessions, no pun intended, made to allow this, but... You got to stay on the cutting edge, especially if you you have potential new competitors emerging, and you've got all these other people who are delivering in the ring. You got to you got to make these pointless tag team matches stand out in in some degree. And they did it. They did it here. And I couldn't have been more shocked. I loudly cursed at my television set. (laughs) Pardon my language, guys, but I screamed, "Oh fuck!" Now, not because it was some amazing move. It was, though. Yeah. But because I didn't expect it. Yeah. And hey, that, that's something that, that I crave in pro wrestling. Ali sails over Almas to hit a topic on Hilo and Joe, but Almas catches Ray 619 with a gut buster and the hammerlock DDT for the win. This was neat. I think the right guys got the win, too, because uh, Ali has been strong. He didn't mm-hmm. get pinned. Yep. Almas needed it. He really badly did. Oh, gosh, I keep thinking about like uh, how his 2017, uh, 2016 and 2017, that those those few months where he beat Drew and was the title holder and had those matches with Gargano. Like I thought to myself, man, there's no way they can hold this guy back if he makes it to the main roster. And they did for, uh, for the entirety of, of 2017 when, when he was 2018, when he was there. Uh, and I was just like, now there's there's a new chance to like really rebuild him, and Ray is the perfect guy to work with him to do that. I would agree. Reminder, guys, this Saturday, Warren Hayes and Diva Dirt's Kristen Ashley will be bringing you the WWE NXT UK TakeOver uh, post-show podcast. Make sure you guys tune in to that. Warren also hosts the 205 Live NXT review on Fightful Select. Right now at Fightful Select, for Tier 2 members, I have my SmackDown match ratings, which go up tomorrow on the free site. We get a sad Rusev day as a somber Rusev is in the ring. I do like that he found a way to shoehorn in that he has the body of a thousand Hemsworth brothers. Yes, that's <laughs> fine. That's good. He blames Nakamura for hurting Lana. We get Lana chance. She works as a baby face as we always expected that she would. Yes. No surprise. Rusev wants to fight Nakamura for harming his wife and Nakamura is in the TV truck to prove it isn't his fault. And it kind of isn't. Right. So what, what's, the, what's the deal here, Alex? Uh, the deal is this is insulting because Lana is a wrestler now. Mm-hmm. She wrestles. She's, she's been in many matches. She fell from three feet onto a flat back. She took a bump. There's no reason for her to be out for several weeks. She, she could have gotten a concussion. 
Okay, fine. Storyline. In storyline, story but I mean, I don't. It it felt like I have to defend the honor of my wife, who's too fragile to be in the ring with us big men. You have a mixed match challenge now, and in every one of those matches, though they were not legal at the time. The woman got offense on the man. It always happened. That was a thing you always allowed to happen. So this the idea that they're, they're in the ring all the time. Um, in that same uh, aforementioned uh, Santa Claus beatdown that R-Truth got from, from Daniel Bryan, Carmella was standing there and did nothing. And I thought to myself, come on, you, you've been in the mixed match. You won the mixed match challenge. At least throw a kick in there. Do something. But this this is why WWE has, has proven with this particular angle that they're never going to do anything intergender in the least. You had Ronda Rousey beat the hell out of Triple H at Mania. You 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 can do it. You you've shown that you're available to do that. In this case, and this is a woman who's going to probably be in the Royal Rumble. She's a wrestler now. She takes bumps. It's insulting to think that she can't take that bump. It's just you can do a better job with this storyline than that. I agree. And for the lack of rematches, mandatory rematches, the champions seem to be getting them with regularity, don't they? They do. They do. Speaking of, the Usos cut a basic Uso promo before their match. But backstage, Miz wants Shane McMahon to abuse his power to put them in a title match. Now, while I'm not clamoring for a Shane McMahon tag team, I love the use of him. And I love the use of Miz with him. Because the Miz is still a slimy bastard. And Shane is like, I'm not doing that. Come on. But Shane is really a slimy bastard. Yes. And that's what this entire story is showcasing, that even though he's trying to do right, he is still a slimy bastard. Yeah. And is so much like The Miz that, of course, they're going to be a good team together. Yeah. This is, this is um, again, not clamoring for Shane O'Mac tag title run. But if you say, uh, this is what good TV writing can be. You have established characters, right? And you, and you put them together and things happen out of that situation because if The Miz somehow convinced the boss's son, the, you know, the commissioner of SmackDown Live, to be his tag team partner, of course The Miz would expect that guy who's been a bad dude in the past and used his his power for the wrong reasons to cut corners and just give them a title match. That's what he would do. So allowing that to be the thing is fine. I also like that there's a little bit of a gray area with Shane. Like, uh, I, and I'll, t- I'll team with you, but I don't know if I want to do this, but there's you can tell like there's a bit of him being dragged back into that area. I don't know if this team is going to turn Miz face or turn Shane heel, but I feel like one of those two things is going to happen with this team. We've thought that about some other acts, though. We have, we have, we have. Several of them, Sasha Bailey, Rude and Gable. They're... Well, no, well, no, but I'm not saying like heel on each other. I'm saying that right now Miz is the heel because he's the slimy guy who wants to cut corners, and Shane's saying, no, they can be like, I will team with you, but we have differences. The same way we had with, with Cesaro and Sheamus. Like, one guy was the face, the other guy was the heel. They were forced to team together. And a cor- a- along the way, as they were brewing, Cesaro turned and was more like Sheamus than he was like Cesaro as he started. That's what I'm saying here. I'm saying either Miz becomes more like Shane or Shane becomes more like Miz. I just, 
you have all these great tag teams, and you might be bringing another one up uh, in Heavy Machinery who can who can all, who could absolutely work. Don't, I don't, don't wa- see them in the title picture. Uh, but I'm saying I don't I don't want to see Shane holding the belt for like four months while other ti- uh, other tag teams who are actual tag teams are being pushed aside. Understandable, definitely understandable in, in that situation. Uh, this match, this SmackDown tag title match is pretty standard through the first commercial break, but then after the first one, it really picks up. Sheamus gets a white noise, and Cesaro does a beautiful flying elbow drop. Jimmy Uso makes the tag and does what all WWE tag teams do in this instance, run wild. Samoan drop, asses to the face, suicide dive. There's a double kick in the corner on Sheamus that's good for a two count. Then we get another commercial as the crowd is bumping. Action is fast-paced through the commercial. We're welcomed back by a Cesaro swing and a sharpshooter. Cesaro eats a super kick flying off the top rope. And then Mandy Rose's music hits. And she comes out wearing significantly more than she does when she wrestles. Yeah. In the form of a towel. Distracts. Cesaro gets a neutralizer and a win. I... I, I get where WWE is to where they don't want to go like Scarlet Bordeaux with with Mandy Rose. But again, like don't insult the viewer <laughs> in that regard. Yeah. Like we we just think of something else. Yeah. This we, know, is... we see what she wears every week. Yeah. Well, uh, yes, but this is just so lame. The whole thing of, I mean, it was a great, it was a great match. And I, 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 you, you to to have an end because Mandy Rose in a towel appears. It it just it doesn't do justice to the to the match that happened, and it's a really lazy, terrible, shitty storyline. That 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 Mandy is lying about having left her gear in Jimmy's hotel room uh, to what piss off Naomi. Like to to what end? It's it's. It's lazy and shitty and stupid, and every uh, female wrestling um, uh, commentator and, and and writer that I follow on Twitter was like, "This is disgusting, WWE. I hate you." And it's 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 really terrible. Like you you could find other ways of getting these women to have a feud other than over a man. It's like like if your wrestling storylines don't pass the Bechdel test, stop it. I'm okay with sexually charged storylines and some some stuff like that, but man, at least make it interesting. Yeah. Jesus. Don't make it a, an insult of our intelligence. She literally wears less in the ring. Was was the deal? Oh my god, is Jimmy a foot guy? Is he a feet guy cuz she didn't have her boots on? Yeah. Is he might, one of those guys? I, I don't it. know. Well, backstage Mandy reveals that she was wearing her gear underneath. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of Farva on Super Troopers. Like, I got you good, you fucker. Like, one of those. Like, yeah. oh, okay, Mandy had the soap and the coffee. You got him. <laughs> well, the brawl backstage was phenomenal. Yeah. These girls were throwing. Yes. Sonia, Sonia Naomi, and, and Mandy. Did you see the video that I tweeted out? No, I missed it. Of the can like so WDB's Instagram or Twitter filmed it being filmed, and you just see a cameraman going, Oh no. And like juking people out of their ACLs like like it's Allen Iverson in 2001, and he's the only guy on the team that can do anything. 
And like, I swear he's about to cross these girls up. It was hilarious. When you see what these guys have to do because of a WWE command, he is shuffling. Like, I I guarantee you, when Rey Mysterio came back, that's where his knee braces went. Because <laughs> they can't take it. They can't take it. It was phenomenal. The zoom was terrible. The shake was terrible. But, man, this brawl ruled. They were throwing some heavy strikes. Anything? I I, I just I, – I, I can't – I think that, that uh, instead of Naomi walking up with her giant heeled shoes and tossing them to the side, just go in there swinging those things, man. Just be like yeah. – those are great. You're not in a match. You, there's, there's no rules against foreign objects or weapons in the ring. This is a false count anywhere. Swing them shoes, girl. Well, whenever WWE inevitably adopts the pros versus Joes show for WWE Network, I look forward to a cameraman hitting a spin move on some some just jobber. Yeah. Jobber. Who's this guy? You're about to learn. <sighs> I love the brawl, though. Top contender match. We get individual promos from each of these women ahead of this match. What did you think of those? Uh, these, these, they were all decent and good. I, I, I think Carmella has has a good, has a really good point. Like she was uh, the champ for 130 days. Yeah, they 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 booked her like you know this coward who needed James Ellsworth to win matches, but she did have a very long you know by 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 standards um, title run. So like she shouldn't be just an afterthought who has no chance in the match. As we saw later in the match, uh, she certainly more than held her own. Um, I think Becky's on fire. Anything she says is gold. And, and, and Charlotte was very convincing as well. These, all these women really knocked these promos out of the park. So I think Carmella is booked like a former champion now in the ring and all that. And I I like that because she earned that. She worked really hard and got better to the point that if you remember when Charlotte came back, she was rusty. Yes. And we were like, did Carmella just carry Charlotte through that match because it seemed like it. Yeah, it did. Well, this was another good match. No surprise. Uh, we come back from a commercial to see Be- Becky doing the deadly drive on Charlotte onto Carmella. If you all don't remember what that is, it's the old Ric Flair body slam off the top rope spot. Carmella does a flatliner on Becky, but then applies a code of silence on Charlotte. Charlotte ends up taking both women out. At this point, I was thinking, you know what's not a big deal? That these women are headlining now. Uh, about a year yeah. and a half, two years ago, it would have been like, oh my God, the women are headlining. I love that this is the situation and it's not like it's not treated as a novelty. It's nothing like that. You just know it's going to be a good match. Yeah, and, and and I don't I don't think even the most, you know, troll dickhead, you know, misogynistic fan could actually say, oh, it's just it's just like affirmative action. They're just be given the spot. They don't really deserve it. And so it's all just, you know, because of equality. Like that was the stuff they were saying back when they were when they well, were had Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. I guarantee you at least two of those will find this show and comment about how, what a snowflake you are. But it never fails, right? Never fails. <laughs> never fails. Um yeah, at least. I, I there was there was, I'm pretty sure I'm still on some guy's list of internet shit dicks. That was so, the the best. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think you sent me the image. You were yeah, like, so- Alex Palowski has been added <laughs> to the list. Internet, Internet shit dicks. Shit dicks. <laughs> yep. He got suspended. Yeah. I remember that guy got suspended from Twitter. Yeah, it's shocker. <laughs> well, uh, 
Charlotte gets a moonsault on both opponents. We come back and Carmella is on fire, stratosphere, and a nice suicide dive on Carmella. Uh, Charlotte goes for her moonsault and breaks her butt. Yeah, I was thinking to myself when you said Charlotte hits the moonsault on both both of them. I was like, <laughs> well, she made up for that later when she hit it on neither of them. That was yeah. I, I listen. Um, I uh, I've always said that sometimes with these out out of the ring moonsaults or suicide dives or whatever, I understand they have to be there to catch them because that's how wrestling works. But how in an actual fight you could look up, see that somebody's jumping, and not just skedaddle out of the way? Like I love that. That was there's a great shot from from uh, from the stands uh, of that of that spot, and you can totally just see Becky and Carmella going nope and just out out of frame. Great. Technically, she averaged landing the moonsault on one person per attempt. That's 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 a good average. That that's a solid average. That's a successful yeah. average. Uh, Becky does a backsploder on Carmella outside. Then Charlotte back in the ring. I love the natural selection off the ropes. Yeah, especially in this particular context because it also it was to Becky trying to get the disarmor on Carmella. I love in in triple threat matches where um, where people are able to find new ways of hitting their signature moves on people who are attempting signature moves of the uh, uh, against the other guy. I think it's always really cool. And this one was noise. It was very nice. Good on Char or Charles Robinson, who counts the pins on people, yes. even when they weren't like I think Becky's shoulders were down and she was just selling. He's yeah. like, "You better kick out." Yeah, that's the way you're supposed to call it. Uh, Charlotte has a, a Carmella in a figure eight, and Becky does a flying leg drop. Oh, great! Rolls over into a disarmor. Carmella kicks her. Carmella seemed like she was getting winded at this point. Yeah. I, I think she was like, "Eh," but then she gets tapped out. Yeah. The only complaint I have is I'm tired of the Charlotte didn't get beat. So she's going to see, she's seething by the barricade yes. shot. It feels like yes. I've seen that a hundred times. You have. Uh, but this was good. I want to know what you thought of the match and the decision to go with Becky against Oscar at the Rumble. Yeah. Um, uh, the match was fantastic. It exceeded my expectations for it, which is always a plus. I thought it was going to be good. I did not think it was going to be this good. Um, I honestly thought they were going to it's hard for me to believe they were going to give it to Carmella knowing that she was also going to be 30 in the Royal Rumble. I guaranteed it was a kind of a weird thing. Um, I, I'm of, of either Becky or Charlotte, a one-on-one match with Asuka. I would rather see Becky cause I haven't seen that before. Uh, or if I have, it's in no way has it been like memorable. Um, but yeah, Becky versus Asuka has, has its roots in a long time ago when Bailey was facing Asuka in NXT and Becky and Charlotte were there with Sasha in the front row cheering on Bailey. And Becky was just trash talking Asuka the entire match. And Asuka said some stuff back to her. And I really hope they dig that footage up for the, for the, uh, for the promo video for this thing going into the Royal Rumble. Because I love that there's that kind of history. But I will say, I was kind of hoping for a Becky Lynch winning the Royal Rumble, and then picking Ronda and us getting that match at Mania. And people people are saying to me, oh, well, she could still go into the Rumble after she loses to Asuka. And I'm like, yeah, but that's stupid. It was stupid when Roman Reigns did it. And it's it would be stupid if, if um, uh, uh, Becky does it too, no matter how much I love Becky. I think that there, there should be a rule. If you compete earlier in the night, you're not in the Rumble. 
like just it just I don't like I don't like when people do double duty. I, I think there is a way that you could do it. I mean, look back at the '96 Rumble when Diesel had actually when the Rumble wasn't the main event. Right. You had Diesel attack. I think it was Undertaker or Bret Hart after yeah. he was salty or whatever. You know, say they do right after Rousey and Sasha Banks, they do Becky and Asuka. Yeah. And as they meet each other on the ramp, Rousey attacks. It leads to a win for Asuka. You can have sure. Becky fight from underneath from the Rumble. There are ways they can do it. But if you keep giving Becky title shots like this, it's hard to further the idea in which they have crafted that yeah. Becky is being held back and that she's fighting the system and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know what their plans are for WrestleMania. I'm not going to pretend to know what they are. They change all the time. It's got to be Becky needs to be in that main event and Ronda needs to be in that main event. If you yeah. want to throw Charlotte in too, I'm cool with that. I think yeah. it'd be great, but they definitely need to be in that main event. That should headline the show. Brock Lesnar versus Brock Lesnar versus anybody shouldn't. After what I saw last night, Braun Strowman versus anybody shouldn't. No. Maybe another year. It needs to be Becky and Ronda. Yeah, it does. I mean, legitimately, that's the storyline that you have progressed for several months now. Um, that that is perfect for 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 to to build up all that stuff with Becky and Ronda, uh, and and uh, from from way back in like SummerSlam all the way to the next WrestleMania. That's how you should be doing it. So there's there's no other storyline that even comes close to measuring up to that one that you've been telling for several months. That's that's the main event. It needs to be. How you get there, I'm open to figuring out. But you got to get to that point, I think. All Elite Wrestling Rally was held today. We did live coverage of it. I have a 30-minute discussion up on it right now. I'm going to field a bunch of questions for the Fightful Select Q&A show. Let's talk about the ramifications. First off, there was a lot of controversy about people wearing All Elite gear not being let into SmackDown Live. There were subsequent rumors that it was manufactured by Pro Wrestling Tees. That is not the case. I heard from over a half dozen people that were not let in. There were rumors that it was caused by rowdiness. That was not the case. There is a pretty blatant video where a security guard admits, we weren't allowed to let you all in, now we are. WDBPR later issued a statement saying they are being let into the arena, did not comment on the fact that they were not earlier the situation was eventually rectified. Uh, Cody himself said, if I were them, I probably wouldn't do that. This is a soft town for them. Uh, we should probably let people in. And people on the hard camera side who were wearing all elite shirts or all in shirts were offered and given or not, not offered. They were told, here's a WWE shirt, wear it. Talent announcement. Now, how about this one? I saw Ryan Satin tweet that Fightful alumni... Uh, actually still contributes to us sometime. Chris Harrington is helping out All Elite Wrestling uh, go slow enough with their money to allow them to take care of the people they want to take care of. That's uh, another another good friend of Fightful doing some really cool stuff. Uh, if you all don't check out the WrestleNomics podcast, I don't know how uh, like what their schedule is. I know they had mentioned they might not be doing it anymore. I don't know if this is a reason why, but I am a big supporter of what Brandon Howard and what Chris Harrington do. So. Uh, good for him or them in whatever capacity they're working on this because uh, it's a good person to have on your side. They announced Billy Gunn as an agent. Yep. I like that one. How do you feel about that? That's good. No, absolutely. 
By the way, I do have a full roster of All Elite Wrestling up right now. They also announced that they would be working uh, with the Chinese company OWE. I think this is a good way to supplement your tag team division, supplement sure. some of your undercard and midcard. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, there's there's literally over a billion people who could be part of your market share at that point. So why not? And it's not like you're shoehorning people in who are completely untrained. They have exposure in that market as well. Joey Janela and Penelope Ford. Now, I don't know the specifics of their relationship and if it were really on the rocks. But by all indications, it looked like they worked a breakup on Twitter. Yeah. Penelope had a WWE tryout. Joey Janela had said that he was out for upwards of a year with a knee injury. I told you guys be weary of that. <laughs> Cody says he'll still be allowed to promote his Joey Janela spring break shows. I think that builds a lot of goodwill. And if you can get Janela to help you run some venues like that and yeah. do some AEW spring break shows, that ain't a bad idea either, Alex, because he sold out with the tickets sky high for yeah. those events. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a completely unique thing. And if you can figure out a way of, of getting your fingerprints on that, it's it's not a bad idea. SCU, we kind of knew they were going to be involved. No surprise there? No. Of course, they have Hangman Page, uh, Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, Cody Rhodes. Uh, but one that performed it all in, everybody was saying, you need heels, you need heels. They got one in the form of MJF. A lot of people had kind of outed themselves as not being familiar with MJF. It's okay. The guy's 22 years old. Yeah. saw a lot of people like joking discount Miz and cutting uh, old, the, the contrived pro wrestling promos. He's good at him. You could, yeah. you could do a lot worse than if your first impression from somebody is discount Miz, because that's still pretty goddamn good. And let me tell you guys, comparatively speaking from age, MJF is way ahead of where the Miz was at this point. <laughs> I think the Miz is still on, on the real world at 22, if not later. Yes. Uh, I like that signing. You also have, uh, on the women's side of things, Brandy Rhodes, of course. But yes, the, the new term that I like, if I ask for a raise, I'm going to ask for Britt Baker money, Alex. Cody reveals that the women are going to get paid the same as the men. Oh, and by the way, Britt Baker's a dentist on the side. Yeah. You want to talk about rolling in it. Uh, who's going to have the more expensive car in that relationship, mm-hmm. Adam Cole or Britt Baker? Because she's doing it, man. Yeah. She is a wonderful person. I was going to interview her ahead of All In. We couldn't make it work. She hits me up three months later. I'm going to suggest probably around the time this, this was being negotiated and said, hey, I was clearing out some emails. Let's make this interview happen. I want to make good on this. I had a wealth of respect to her for that. And the fact that she was wrestling while in dental school and is now still a full-time dentist under a one-year dental contract, yeah. signed with All Elite, getting paid on the same plane, that's that's a nice move for all involved. There's there's a lot of positive to this. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and, I mean, you talked about this on the on the, the show earlier today. The idea that they're going to pay the women as much as the men, that's, that's a pretty good awesome thing in, in, in 2019 to start with. Um, and, and moving on from there, like that's, that's a big deal. And, and you're going to see a lot of the women in WWE when their contracts contracts are up. I mean, like, that's cool. I think I'm going to go uh, make Cody Rhodes money. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or hangman page money in, in, in that case. But like, it's that, that kind of thing is it's, it's, it's big. It's really big. If you're all elite wrestling, you have to make a play for the likes of Sasha Banks, who I, I straight up tell my social media guys, Hey, if we have a Sasha Banks article, go to the Facebook groups, the Sasha Banks fan groups, post the article in there. She has the most loyal fans. Uh, there, there are sectors of women's wrestling that have these just unbelievably loyal fan bases that all elite wrestling should go after. And Listen. I think that I think they've done good in signing Britt Baker and Penelope Ford. Uh, I, I like Britt Baker. She's got a great look. She can work in the ring. She's smart. She knows the right people. She's trained under the right people. Another good signing. The two that really uh, turned heads. I should say Chris Jericho yep. who at one point said he would never work on American soil for anybody, but Vince McMahon that's changed. And yep. you got to wonder a year and a half ago when Chris Jericho walked through that door and he said, Hey, I'm going to do a cruise next year. Can I use some of your NXT guys yep. and WWE? Well, he asked them, then they, from what I understand, they flew in there, then told him no. Wonder, wonder how much that conversation was the catalyst yeah. for New Japan, then the cruise, then Ring of Honor talent, then this. Because I'll tell you one thing, there are people in WWE who think it was the catalyst. Very well for could be. Jericho, a guy who was so loyal for so long, literally the most he did despite WWE was he let TNA run a Fozzie video on their show. <laughs> That's the most. Yeah. They yeah, got Trish Jericho, man. The the a lot of these guys who are old timers, and make no mistake, Chris Jericho at this point is an old timer. Um, they value two way loyalty very, very highly. And if they feel like they've been loyal to a company or or you know to an organization, um, and then that loyalty does not feel like it's being reciprocated, that loyalty is then out the window. You know, I, I've been good to you. You got to be good to me back, otherwise, then I'm gonna be bad to you. I mean that that's just the case in a lot of you know, for a lot of these guys, and that may be the catalyst. I don't know if it is, but um, I will say it, it sure looks like he's been having a blast with all of his uh, New Japan stuff, stuff that they that they never let Jericho do in WWE, and and now like this is this is the last few years of his in ring career. Probably you might as well go out on your own terms the way you want to do it. So go ahead, man. The rumors are that the Young Bucks and Cody signed five-year deals. Hmm. They also nabbed, uh, arguably, you know, un- unless you're including CM Punk and Kenny Omega, the biggest right. free agent out there. You could throw Batista in that mix, too, if you want. Sure. But the former Neville, now known as Pac, again, you needed heels. You sure as hell got one. Oh, yeah. by the way, you set up your match for all in. Hangman or double or nothing. Hangman Page and Neville. Yeah. That's that's a hell of a get, Alex. It really, really is. Again, uh, I he was he was just outstanding every time he stepped into a ring for WWE, even when he was doing nothing. Um, but but his run as cruiserweight champ, and then they were like, oh no, uh, we're going a different direction now. <laughs> With it's going to be the all Enzo division. Um, I don't blame him for, for being upset about that after all the stuff that he did for, for them um, and going off and just voluntarily 
taking that much time off because of the contract that he was still under and then just showing up and Dragon Gate and going, ha, ah, here I am, uh, and parlaying that into this. And uh, we don't know what this is going to be. But as I said before, you're going to have a lot of guys want to work for your company just so they can get in the ring with Pac. CM Punk straight up said he would listen to an All Elite deal. Yeah. If if I hear that, Alex, is that, oh, lots of people say they want to work with me right. and reach out, but nobody makes an offer. Yeah. Uh, if you're Cody Rhodes, you uh, you call Mr. Khan and you set up a uh, a conference call with Mr. Punk and you get that thing signed tomorrow because that would be an earthquake yep. in this business if they got that done. Huge would be a big time deal for Neville. He is a top level talent mm-hmm. who can talk too. He's proven that he can talk. Yep. Looks like a million bucks. He is uh, WWE wanted to run with him, but they you know they didn't have the opportunity. To, or he, he left. Quite frankly, he left. He wasn't happy. He got out of there. Uh, there is just man. They, they've announced double or nothing for May twenty fifth in Las Vegas. They've announced a summer show in Jacksonville where some of the the profits will go to uh, the victims of gun violence, which I think is a fantastic idea. They did and said a lot of the right things. That is not a shock for Cody Rhodes uh, in a a media setting. He's very good at that. I want to say you could sure as hell tell that Brandy Rhodes has had experience hosting things because, dare I say, she was the best person at that press conference. She should be doing that type of stuff Full on. She is a great pick as chief brand officer. Yeah. I think that she's just natural. She's genuine in that role. Very, very good in that regard as well. We have some questions in the chat, but I want to save most of the Q&A for Fightful Select. It's a benefit of the subscribers. Uh, They say, who would you stay away from? Alex, I would stay away from Enzo. I would stay away from Cass. I would stay away from Austin Aries and Alberto Del Rio. Yes, all four. Those should be like you approach those guys with a hazmat suit. Just do no, unless you can lure away from MLW whoever the hell it is that has low key and Teddy Hart working. Yeah, whoever got them to do whatever it is they're doing now. Yeah, if you can get that person, is it Court Bauer? Make a play for him. I don't. What's what's the harm? Yeah. I don't know what's going on in MLW to where they got. At the same time, at a point in the universe, Teddy Hart and Low Key, yeah, we'll, we'll do whatever you guys want. No big deal. Uh, okay. <laughs> Man, we were sarcastically covering Low Key webinars a few months ago. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, I want you to, to leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe. We got lots of cool stuff. We have uh, the List in Your Boy Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you guys tune in. Lots of cool stuff on Select, but most importantly, visit FightfulWrestling.com. Thank you guys so much. Alex, what do you got going on this week? Uh, uh, not a whole lot. I want to try and catch up on uh, fully on NXT UK before the show on Saturday because I, I really like what I'm watching from those guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's this is a big month leading up to the Royal Rumble, but I can't, I can't say how much I'm looking forward to NXT UK takeover. Guys, as we uh, end the show here, we have just passed 6 million views on YouTube on this channel. I want to thank you guys so much. We are completely independent. We have, fortunately, a founder in Jimmy Van 
who has been very generous in supporting our vision. We could very well be a pro wrestling website that does two line stories, one paragraph, no background, real lazy shit, man. That's not what Jimmy Van wants. He understands the vision of good writing, good substance, uh, breaking our own news instead of always relying on other people's. We do have other people's too, because we know if you don't get it here, you'll get it from somewhere else. But uh, he understands that. And I want to thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, we we have, I don't know where we are on the MMA channel, but here on the Pro Wrestling channel, 6 million views. That means so much to me. Uh, and your all support means a lot to me too. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Visit Fightful.com. We're out.